Hello and welcome to The Secret Layer, the home of gaming and geeks. We hope you enjoy our shows and if you'd like to support us, you can donate to our Patreon. Hello and welcome to D&D 101 One. for the players. <laughs> I'm Niall, I'll be your DM today. I don't know if you can call me a player yet, I've just realised. But yes, I'm Jordan. <laughs> You're a bit of a player. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Connie. And uh, this is a show where we, me, the DM, teaches two people, or multiple people, of various degrees of D&D knowledge, how to play D&D, and today we're continuing with our character races again. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a long while. Oh yeah, we got, got oodles and boodles. It's a good job of having lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Uh, today we're continuing with a new player race called Tabaxi. Tabaski? Well, tabaxi. funnily enough, as as I recently learned, another way to pronounce this Tabasco. tabaxi is tabashi. Tabashi. Oh. I feel like I've heard tabashi, not tabaxi. I don't know, mate. Don't know how you've heard that. <laughs> I think they're a, a spicy little gremlin, like Tabasco. That's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, I was going to. If we're going with that, I was thinking a uh, smoky little gremlin. A smoky little gremlin. Because okay. I was thinking tobacco. Oh, okay. Smoky little gremlin. Smoky little gremlin. I think we could merge our, both our ideas. Together. So, wait, so what have we had so far? We've had lizard people, we've had yep. giant people, yep. we've had snake people. Ooh, what yeah. else have we had? Uh, small people. Yeah, we've had small um, people. Pointy-eared people. Pointy-eared people. Um, yeah. Rock people. No, earth people. Have what? we had them? Who are you on about? The people that go, are they not, they look like rocks, but they're not rocks. The people that go and watch the stars when they're going to go and kill themselves. Goliaths. Yeah. They're giant people. They yeah. don't look like rocks. They have like rock protrusions on okay. them. Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you were thinking of Korg, weren't you? Oh my god, hey I'd love if Korg was... Hey guys, let's He's go play ghost. some uh, boulder throwing. It's good fun. <laughs> I'm the best. I actually killed a beer with my beer hands. Oh, pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new Goliath. <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah, please. I'd love that. I need to write that down in my notes. <laughs> Goliath, just Korg. <laughs> So it's a Korg race. No, it's the Goliath. We literally did it. Oh, no, I wasn't there for that one. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Actually, thank you very much. I guess I just didn't notice. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's nice how much you love each other, I mean, to be fair, that's what it feels like I'm sorry. So it's it's cool. I I understand that. (laughs) Jack is just slowly taking your place. Oh. Absolutely. Uh, and then the other Jack's just slowly editing me out. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'm back. Okay, so do you ask that question? Because we could figure it out by working out what we have done to go, what's missing? Yeah. But then do we need to know what's missing in order to know what's missing? I think just go for a guess. I mean, like, think of Skyrim. What haven't we covered in Skyrim yet? You know, think of, like, you know, in terms of animal people, what haven't we covered yet? Dogs. Cats. Yes, cat, cat people. <laughs> oh my god feline feline folk yeah tabaxi yeah. are or tabashi are a race of feline humanoids like the Boom. nurses from new 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 york in, in doctor, doctor who, who. <laughs> all right is that what it's called new 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 york well folk. it's called new new york but new in new reality york. there's been so many new new yorks that's it's like new 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 york is that a line in the that's david tennant yeah oh, he's fun so yeah no cat people man what do you think they're like what do you think they're like in terms of like you know as I mean, a people I, I am literally picturing the cat people in doctor who so they're nuns no they don't, they're not all nuns <laughs> it just happens to be that all of the nurses in that particular hospital are nuns and oh. they're evil so oh. yeah oh i reckon they are mass manipulators like the UNT. I reckon they're cunning yeah mm. i reckon they are charismatic yeah mm. i reckon uh, they are stealthy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I reckon that they 
have good attack without a weapon. Oh, some strong guesses He's from going Jordan. going for that. Jordan's like written an essay before he came here. And it's strange because <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't tell you what, what do we I do. know about cattle? Let's go. <laughs> Connie, what do you think they're going to be like? Um, You're going to roll the dice and just go the complete opposite of Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're more like dogs. Yeah, um, no, yeah no, pretty much kind of what Jordan said. Um, Sneaky mass manipulators. Maybe. Meow. I- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a meow now. That was an um sound. Meow. And I also reckon that they make me sneeze. Oh, you allergic to cats. I am. It's a shame. Yeah, well, I think it is, it is a shame. But I also think humans are being totally having the wool pulled over their eyes by cats. Have you seen that That's episode why you think of Futurama? No. Oh, there's an episode of Futurama where the world literally gets taken over by cats because they're really an alien race that has like tricked humans into becoming subservient. Oh. There's a uh, there's an episode on um, Love, Death, and Robots. Yes, about the cat the cats that. taking over. It's really funny. Like basically, there's two episodes and spoiler alert for a show that's been out for years. <laughs> but um, essentially, it's like a sci-fi show with lots of different. Have you seen Love, Death, and Robots? No, but I've heard of it. It's just like a series full of like one-off episodes from different animating teams about nice. like sci-fi stuff. Yeah, and one of them's like these three robots having a tour, and they're like walking around the remnants of like a long dead s- human civilization as if like. Like we all died today. Yeah. So they're walking around talking about how we fucked up the planet and how we fucked up our diets Whoopsie. and how like how like we killed ourselves due to nuclear nuclear war or something like that. And then right at the end there's just this cat and then suddenly there's millions of cats and essentially they've taken over the remnants of the world. I like that. And that's kind of the end of both episodes, is there's always just cats. Oh, <laughs> when I found out that cats learned to meow to mimic a baby. Yeah, cats. I was like, "Oh, fucking hell! What the hell?" So they they they're the most successfully like wild animal, the but, domesticated cat, because they just learned to manipulate human beings so that they they, they have like, been domesticated. Them. So we've yeah, been exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're not really domesticated. But with cats and dogs, they both think that we are a cat or a dog, but we're just really shit at it. So that's why cats bring us dead things, because they're like, oh, this poor thing can't feed itself. Here's a mouse. Oh, is that true? Because they just think we're really big, really stupid cats. I thought they'd learn to be like, well, that person thing, whatever it is, is going to give me food if I go, (laughs) And then, lo and behold, we do. And then... And then (laughs) they take over the world. And we take over the world. (laughs) Amazing. So, so yeah, I think you. there's some good guesses. Should we get into it? No. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm done. There we go. See you guys later. <laughs> episode. We, we covered it. <laughs> right. So in terms of like Faerun stuff, we come from uh, the jungles of Mastica, which is located in essentially kind of like the equivalent of the um, South America okay. of Toril. So in terms of like the map, the map is a bit weird. I could get a picture up and show you. you could. Oh yeah, that I've would never be good. Seen it. I never know at these points, right, whether or not to ask you more about Faerun and Toril, because obviously I remember everything about them now that we've done a few podcasts. <laughs> but in case, <laughs> oh, that was funny. In case you know someone listens to this one, this episode, but not oh. any of the other episodes, and they don't know much about Faerun and Toril, is it good to? ask the question because i okay. obviously know a lot about Faerun and Tolbril. oh so and Faerun so, is if you're if you're th- if you're picturing earth yeah Faerun is europe yeah essentially that's why it's a european kind of oh, yeah. style of game it's I love all how it literally is like you've even got bloody yeah. australia like yeah. th- that literally just looks like a fake planet earth i love it it's it is essentially and um you can see these are the main continents mastica is on the left which basically represents um Americas, the mm-hmm. Americas, um, and then there's another continent below that um, that's not been named on this map, and I can't remember the name of it. I can remember what the the Australian continent's called, like Osu or something. I mean, Doctor Strange, a little Doctor Strange is currently on it, so just, <laughs> that's Doctor Strange. We could just that's that's Strange not the Australia; land. that's a different continent. I think. No, that's South America. No, no. So of. this is kind of like the Americas, and that continent's a completely different thing. I can't remember the uh-huh. name of it off the top of my head. On the right side of the map, where Australia would be, yes. that's called yeah. Osu. You can see Zakara in the middle, which is essentially your like Middle Eastern vibes. Yeah, and then. In the north has got like those Kashmir mountains kind of stuff. Yeah. And then Karatur is essentially like the kind of um ancient China, Japan, nice. Korea, that kind of area. Okay. Right. And Faerun is essentially your European countries. And mm-hmm. question. So, if like, you Asia were is split into two. Picking a human character. Yeah. You could be from any of these. But 
would that like would the human race change depending on where they're from? Yes. Cool. They follow different gods. They look different. Yeah. It's kind of like it's it's it is like Faerun was written originally to be like a European medieval fantasy. Yeah. So when they started branching out and doing other medieval fantasies, they went away from me- like European medieval to like yeah. you know um, a lot of the Maztecia, a lot of the Mastica, Mastica, <laughs> a lot of the Mastica kind of vibe is like Aztec. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. It's Colum- It's like I ancient would, Colombia. I would have thought just because. Sorry for those who can't see. It literally does look like a misshapen planet Earth yeah, map. Yeah, it literally does. Um, I would have thought that the the continent below that. Doctor was like Strange the Land. south of Doctor Strangeland, yeah. yeah. Um, I would have thought that that was like the South Americas, and then Mastica was North America and Canada, kind of. I'm gonna like, try and get a, a picture vibe. with more names on. To be fair to either way, absolutely cool. I did not realise the world. Yeah, was so this I, big. I think I, just, I work. I work better looking at visually. Yeah. I think because also we we do have a little map on the wall behind behind where I'm sat that Jordan can look at. Um, but it's just a Faerun, so I mm. kind of assumed it was just Faerun. So, That's- so when you uh, when you do a campaign, Niall, do you pick a area to set it in? So, or is that something yeah, you don't really... Yeah, essentially, yeah, you do. Uh, most of them that, are set in Faerun. Is it useful for me to know things about that place? Or it can be. It can be. It'll depend on... We'll have like a little chat about what we do when we play the game and whether or not to create like an original place so that right. you know there's in-world reasons for everything or if we can just go off the Faerunian... off piste. And if that's okay with doing that, I'm pretty sure it is okay in, in working in D&D world. But then I have to remember NPCs and people get on my ass, so I'll probably end up making my own world. <laughs> right, right, right. Because otherwise people are like, that didn't happen there. This That that person should exist now. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that won't be happening with me. Yeah, essentially. You can do whatever you want. And I'll be like, yeah, okay. All right, I'll leave that up for you. Something nice to look at. Um, but yeah, Lovely. they're from Mastica, which is essentially like jungle like places okay cool um, jungle cats yeah yeah and there's something basically well no sorry the way that tabaxi look are basically they're a little taller than most humans around about six to seven feet on average that's an average tabaxi but they're a lot more slender they tend to be quite slender as people in their bodies and covered with either spotted or striped fur or sometimes even plain it basically they look like a cat yeah and they can look like any kind of cat you can imagine basically if you've seen a cat that could be a tabaxi do you know i mean sometimes they do have something similar like you know spotted fur like a leopard or mm. like a jaguar kind of thing but they they do tend to look like cats you can have jaguar patterns but cats is usually the kind of vibe. you see jaguar weird i would say jaguar 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 jaguar, jaguar. but what sounds more fun to say jaguar I mean, or jaguar <laughs> jaguar jaguar what am i saying jaguar Jaguar, 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 Jaguar. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm you not, fucked me up. I now. doubt. I doubted whether or not I was pronouncing it wrong. Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. 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 Which I guessed. You did, exactly. That's what I said on the money. Boom. Uh, They tend to be like pretty good at swimming, but they are very good at climbing and running. Uh, They have a good sense of balance and have an acute sense of smell. If they fall off a cliff, will they land on their feet? Uh, Yeah, but they'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm literally just picturing like walking into someone's house and they've just got like a giant scratch pole in the corner. Yeah. It's just like... Hey, what's that? It's my scratch pole. (laughs) And it's just... It's just... (laughs) It's just Jeffrey down from the road, just yeah. Yeah. tied up. Oh, <laughs> meow. He's like, please let me out. Poor Jeffrey. God. Uh, mm. Sometimes, depending on like the humans that had come into contact with them, they would be known as different names. So Tabaxi or Tabashi um, sometimes would be called Leopard Folk, or sometimes would be called Jaguar Folk. I don't know how I'm saying it anymore. I'm just Jaguar. Jaguar. Um, <laughs> and they're basically, yeah, they basically kind of get sort of summed up by how their fur looks in general. But they are just tabaxi. That's their name for it. Right. Okay. Tabaxi. Like we'd say cat for all of them. Big cats, yeah. It's <laughs> tabaski cat, cat. for yeah. all House of cat. them. Tabaxi or tabashi. Tabashi. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, interestingly enough, <clears throat> they're reclusive as a people. 
and tend to avoid interaction with other intelligent races. Introverted. Essentially, they kind of keep to themselves, like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was wondering if they were kind of, I don't know what word I'm looking for, Uh, cats have litters. So, like, are they kind of in their families quite tight-knit? It's just the rest of the world that they stay away from. Oh, I see. Like, there might be family people, but not... Yeah. People, people. Yeah. Essentially, they are tight knit as a community, so they would be more considered with their like clan. Would they recluse mm. though in their in their clan? Are they like, all right, ladies and gents? <laughs> well, I've had enough of you today. I'm gonna go uh, sit in my little hut. I don't know what they live in yet, but <laughs> and then come out later, all of them having had some introverted time. Well, they oh. so interesting enough, as well as being like sort of external from any other communities. They do have like a sort of specific trait. Each one has like a feline trait. So some can be like an innate curiosity compelling them to travel and seek out new stories and new places. Um, but some of them can just be like, like almost an obsessive interest in, in anything. Just they kind of have like this carefreeness to actual material things. It's their curiosity. So Killed the cat. cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's their curiosity that drives them. So even though they are innately like external and avoid interaction with other things, they can still be curious. So that would make them curious with things around them, with the people that they're around, about them, what they find. They would sort of like still have a lot of, amb- not ambition, but they've got reasons to get up in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when it comes to that curiosity, it's often like, like if it if it was money, right? They're not that f- bothered about money as like general, but they are bothered about trinkets. Like if you say to them, "There's this like ancient historical piece of da 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 da," and it's located there, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I need to find it." They <laughs> like travel like months on end fighting whatever they had to fight to get to it you know maybe cross through a booby trap tomb and they'd finally get to it and they'd be like oh my god i spent months nearly a year trying to find this thing it's so beautiful all right and just throw it away because <laughs> they've seen it now curiosity satisfied next thing please <laughs> the cycle of desire Essentially. Trapping them all. <laughs> but but that's but they also let go of it. It's like, oh, I, I found, found it. it. Now I've got to let go. Like, I don't care now. It's all done. Done it. What's the next thing? And sometimes... Do they, do they ever have like a existential crisis where they, they finally find the rock and then they realise that... The rock was really, in them all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't really matter. Oh, I, I still feel the same way, even though I got this thing that I've been trying to get for, well, for them it's life. not for them it's not about it's not about um a personal satisfaction it's about figuring out the story like w- where does this end okay ends there cool i witnessed that by now right it's not as not as like as personal it's not like filling the vo- like the cat doesn't have a void yeah the cat's not <laughs> filling a void this is like an, an innate curiosity that they they almost like are compelled to do they're compelled to figure out this like it's even secrets like, if a cat gets if a tabaxi gets so interested in your secret they'll fucking they'll They'll wait until they find out. It could be something really mundane and they'll be like, oh. Oh, so you, you could actually manipulate the cat by using yeah, their curiosity by being like, against I'll tell them. you, I'll tell you what, what this does. Right. You know what I mean? Or where this came from. Right. Like, oh, mm, 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 interesting character <laughs> so development. So you could, they, well, um, they could pretend to be your friend until they find something out and they're like, oh, cool, bye. Yeah. Nice. Essentially. And to be fair, this <clears> sometimes <throat> um, motivates them to become traveling storytellers or even um, merchants. Because they'll collect all these things and they'll be like, oh, one second, I could get around the world easier if I had a bit of money, so why don't I just sell them all? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like that. Mm. Or like, you know, I could I could travel the world and see everything as long as I remember the stories I tell, you know what I mean, that people tell me. And they could write songs about people's personal lives and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You imagine a tabaxi <laughs> bard that's gone into a village and all they do during their, like, you know, maybe they're trying to figure out where the werewolf's coming from and it's killing all the villagers, but whilst they go around trying to solve this mystery they're finding out all the gossip just to end that little session after they capture the werewolf they kill the werewolf then the tabaxi performs a song that tells everyone in the town all their dirty gossip to everyone (laughs) (laughs) linda's shagging steve (laughs) steve shagging brenda (laughs) linda doesn't know brenda shagging emma So it's just a love triangle, basically. Love square. Love square. Um, So yeah, in terms of like combat-wise, they do tend to be quite exceptional hunters and utilize their skills of speed, climbing, stealth, because of their natural camouflage and such, uh, 
and their natural claws. Are they scared of snakes? Hmm, interesting. Or cucumbers. Well, I was thinking this because when you were talking about speed, I then suddenly had this image of the, the cat smashing away. away the snake as yeah. it pounces. Because <clears throat> apparently the a cat is a cat's reflex is to hit faster. the snake away is faster than the snake to jump at it. And I was like, when I saw the video and read that, I was like, so why the hell are they so scared of them? Like, whenever you chuck a cucumber down, it's like all those viral videos of the cats like, yeah. Because they're probably trying to, like, get away. They know that if one bite from a snake will kill them. I suppose, but they're, that's, that, they're pretty speedy. Snakes so, or cats? No, cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they're running Very away. speedy. Uh, essentially, sometimes um, the, way that, the way that they would hunt would essentially lead to having, like, berserker warriors within them. So even tabaxi can be, like, quite big and stuff. And um, they're called, they have an interesting name, because uh, sometimes it gets a bit f- too far. I think they're called um, jaguar lords. Am I saying it really good? <laughs> you said that just, it's not you saying it, just that phrase is weird. Jaguar it, lords. Who are you? I'm a jaguar lord. Well, essentially, they kind of go a bit nuts, and they can convince... Feral. Like, yeah, but they also, like, in law, they, I think they're called Jaguar Lords in law, and essentially they, they, they like, develop weird powers, like, weird sh- shamanistic powers, and there's, like, an old monster that you could fight. It's like a tabaxi Jaguar Lord, and it's, it's got, it's, it basically recruits a tabaxi clan that are usually quite reclusive and makes mm. them all, like, hunters, and will like attack people and kill people so it becomes like a dangerous territory if like a b- group of tabaxi are led by these berserker warriors and there might be some like weird demonic influence on that but there's not there's nothing in law really that solidifies that that'd be like a jump and a guess maybe of what makes a tabaxi they are they're meant to be bigger and like muscular and have like bigger teeth and stuff <laughs> like that than a regular tabaxi if you think of tabaxi as like a it's like a cat person mm. this would look like a Almost like a tiger or a lion. Or not a with liger. the same. Not not with the yeah liger maybe. Not with the same mane or anything. It's still a tabaxi or however you want to flavor your tabaxi, but just m- muscularity alone. So basically, as a race, they are good hunters and quite quite dexterous. Off yeah. off brand of uh, occasionally yeah. of like m- psychologically influenced yeah. tabaxi. <laughs> yeah yeah, and they're like physically bigger as well so it's like physical right. and mental attributes are weirdly Do misaligned the, to regular tabasco. uh yeah regular tabasco yeah like the shamanic tabasco yeah and they they all hunt so hunters do they get like, along the regular tabaxi do the do they, do they, do they is there any communication a, no a jaguar lord and a tabaxi clan like a Jaguar Lord clan and a Tabaxi clan would probably be at ends with each other because Tabaxi aren't about conflict. That's not what they're about. Um, but, you know, whilst they hunt and stuff like that, they're not about killing... Killing for necessity. Yeah, essentially. Rather than killing for fun. Yeah. And they might it's make, a mouse. <laughs> they might make a sport of it. They might make a sport of it, like, you know, having a good hunter and stuff like that, but they wouldn't just go out of their way to start killing everything which is what mm. a jaguar lord does right they kind of keep like a balance of nature in terms of like these jungle tabaxi clans they are they are usually evenly split male and females with like a, a litter between three to twelve young and they have several hunts which are made up of um basically 16 people but it'll be two groups of eight right and I they'll go out and hunt picturing the jaguar lord don't know how i said it then as a the big evil tiger leopard character yeah. in kung fu panda yeah like uh, ian mcshane in kung fu panda <laughs> essentially they'll create layers which are called ramadas and each ramada is built from wooden poles and grass roofs basically so it's like nomadic they're a nomadic group but they'll have a layer and that layer will be made of the nature around them um again sort of like bringing it back to this engaging with nature and being part of nature as well you can sort of see why they keep away from civilization and other races because all of the races bar maybe a furbolg race would um, would live like this furbolgs would probably trade with tabaxi really well because furbolgs mm. could build for them and tabaxis could hunt for furbolgs so they would be like the perfect in terms of like societies to deal with each other they would trade and create like such such a well 
like fortified and secluded area of nature mm. when you think about them teaming up and could you play um can you play a jaguar lord as a as a sort of off kill yeah bit? maybe you want to play or a tabaxi is it, that's is it just got, an npc no you could play you could play like um a tabaxi with all its stats into strength and be like a barbarian and that could be your like interest of like a character to build and you could build a you could build a barbarian with like wild magic and stuff and have spells you could totally do that cool and you could be like magically influenced, and you could be like, "That's why I'm nuts," because <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally got magic up my ass. Like, like you know, every time I get angry, lord. yeah, I'm a jaguar lord. Every time I get angry, some random magic thing happens because <laughs> I'm, I'm weirdly like innately magic. That could totally be a thing. Um, I guess just a little thing to add to about them being innately magical. Sometimes, like. Humanoid civilizations, whether it be elves, dwarves, humans, or um, something like the UNT, would hunt down tabaxi and use their skins and pelts and claws as like magical, magical rituals and stuff. That's right. So, because because nice. they're innately magical tabaxi, mm. they can be victimized by races or people, I guess, who want to. Who don't who don't view them as humanoid because they don't look the same. Like UNT don't care about anything that's not a snake. Human a human wizard that's like not you know that doesn't recognize a UNT a, a tabaxi is like worthy or whatever. Elves that mm. might think they're better than others might just you know think that the tabaxi is just a tabaxi, so it doesn't matter because they're all I don't know Nazi elves or Nazi humans or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whatever it is that drives them to kill them for their magical properties. Yeah, there are there are that there's that potential for them, right? So that's um that's part of that sort of history of their actual do have like weirdly innate abilities, which we'll get into when we get into their stats again. Um, they often like use as cultures stuff made from wood, bone, or stone, uh, using bowlers, slings, maces, javelins, and stuff like that. Um, they are led by elders most of the time, so their clan elders are the ones that kind of dictate what happens, who does what, whether or not to engage in trade, stuff like that. Um, But they're also aided by a shaman, so that, again, brings it back to that nature vibe. They've got someone who's literally usually a druid or a ranger who talks to nature and communes with nature and helps them that way, that kind of thing. You can So, like, you know, when you're thinking about making a tabaxi, they would fall well into the druid or ranger class or a rogue class that uses So these are all, because we haven't got to classes yet, but these are all classes that would exist within... That culture, yeah. That culture. Even clerics, because they do have, like, a range of gods as well. Um, Their gods are called Tezka and Nula, and they're, like, these flying winged gods like winged dragon stuff they're pretty oh, cool they're not cats no they're like winged dragon because they're like the dominion of mestica okay so it's actual gods of mestica okay yeah if you think about like Faerun has its pantheon of gods like shantaea the food god and stuff like that yeah mestica has their own gods as well their okay. own pantheon zakara also has its own pantheon karatur has its own pantheon so it's kind of crazy when you think like each each continent has its own pantheon of gods, which are just as powerful as each other, or s- and sometimes are more active or less active in the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's scary. And you think about like the wars that gods have had. Well, think about all the wars that they've had on that continent, or that mm. continent, or this continent. It's kind of crazy, really, when you think about it. Um, they do rarely, but sometimes, worship Azul, who is also known as the Cat Lord, who is literally the god of cats. <laughs> <clears throat> Meow. Meow. Um, they're really cool. They exist on something called the Beastlands, which is essentially heaven for animals. And a little farm up in the sky. Yeah, it's made up of like <laughs> different layers, uh, like a cake. And <laughs> on the part cheesy. Uh, onions have I was about to say not an onion. <laughs> um, and it's it's one of those things where like um the the cat lord kind of just does its own thing. It's the most cat thing you've ever heard in your life. It's neither considered good nor evil. It's just a beast of its own nature, <laughs> and he will help people or not help people. Uh, how did just... how did cat lord become cat lord? Essentially by um by giving it by being given it. He uh he was given the title by someone. So did he was or she? Did they die? Yeah, essentially, and then when become cat lord. There's always, yeah, there's always like the next cat lord to come when the last cat lord passes on the title for whatever reason it might be, death or boredom. Essentially, there can always be anymore. a new cat lord. You be the new cat lord. 
It's like, like finding, a, finding the new Dalai Lama. It could totally be like a a, a situation that you role play in game. There's just you know all what these mean? cats going like, you will be the next cat lord. No, I was just picturing like they they put in front of a baby cat person and it's like, here is a ball of string. <laughs> here is a fluffy mouse. And it's like, which one do you go towards? Oh, that was the previous cat lord's favorite toy. <laughs> He also loved a ball of string. <laughs> you must be the cat lord to be. You know, that's great. Uh, Jaguar lords, however, usually worship evil gods like Zaltek, which is another god of Mastika. Um, oh, no, sorry. Azul's a different Azul's a different god. How Azul is the god of rain and water. Pardon me. The cat lord is just called the cat lord. <laughs> it's even better that he doesn't have a name. Exactly. He's just a fickle, tricky bastard. Uh, Hello, my name is... Cat Lord. <laughs> and he's just believed to kind of like wander the world watching them. Like just watching over. To be fair, that's probably it. close to, you know, if God exists, what God is. Yeah. Just just there. Exactly. Um, Not really intervening. Not really doing anything. I am but a cat. I am just there. <laughs> part of part of the law, but they might have changed this now, um, is how, how like Tabaxi got to Faerun was basically the black market and slave trade. So they might have changed that now because D and D is like wanting to make things a little less. I don't know, <laughs> connected to the yeah. real world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> essentially, and they've probably changed it because so it is a fantasy. Yeah, people have just travelled rather than anything. Um, but again, it kind of makes sense when when you think about them being, you know, hunted for their pelts and such. Because right at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, maybe someone might steal one as a baby because they were like, I want a cat person. I wasn't thinking like slave trade. I was purely thinking like <laughs> child, I want a cat. child necessity. <laughs> I want a cat. Let's steal this humanoid cat thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> it wouldn't be a real fantasy world though if it wasn't that you know they didn't integrate. Hey, that's for you to choose when you're making your games. Didn't integrate some kind of yeah. you know evil or you know malevolence. Exactly. exactly. Exactly, and it exists. You sometimes know? it's great to fight against these things when, in the real world, they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all know that you know. Do it in the fantasy. Slavery helps make iPhones, so like we all buy iPhones still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At least we I saw the images of the Cobalt. Yeah, exactly, anyway. exactly. The Cobalts are actual D and D characters. Oh no, really? Cobalts are character race. Oh my god. We'll go into Cobalts. <laughs> not Cobalts. I mean, Cobalts. Cobalts. Right. But it was just funny. It sounded like you said cobalts. <laughs> we all saw the pictures of the cobalts. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor bastards. <laughs> anyway, um, the way that they're named is pretty fun. Uh, they're clan, and they are also named on basically like a, it's meant to be like a complex formula that involves astrology and prophecy and clan history and other esoteric factors. I'm listening. Take us through it now. And right from the beginning, all the way to the end, I want every single detail. Essentially, they can also be named... The, the clan names are, tend to be geographical features um, near the clan's territory to mark sort of like where they come from, where they're staying. Um, so essentially, they could be called, as a first name, Cloud on the Mountaintop of the Bright Cliffs. <laughs> and they would be called Cloud. Wait, that what, that, what you had said just there was an entire first name. The first name is Cloud on the Mountaintop, yep. also known as Cloud, and they come from the Bright Cliffs clan. My name is Cloud on the Mandelton, from the Blacklist Clan. <laughs> okay, and wh- why? Why? My name is Five Timber. You can call me Timber, from the Distant Rain Clan. <laughs> oh, I see. There's Jade Shoe, also known as Jade, from the Mountain Tree Clan. There's Left-Handed Hummingbird. <laughs> oh, and this is all connected to what you just said about the astrology. And, yeah, and so that's your first said. name is usually like, you know, it can be Skirt of Snakes, and your name would be Snakes. It could be called Smoking Mirror, and your name would be Mirror, or Smokey. <laughs> or smoke smokes could be called seven thundercloud your name could be thunder so if you're creating a, a creating a character then you need to would you come up with this yeah why you're named why you're named yeah right. i mean you can just pick some weird words and be like yeah i'm distant fart <laughs> you can call me dis <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you pick fart out of that why why <laughs> exactly or bart there you go from i don't know why they connect from the smelly swamps clan from the starving clan <laughs> We're not very so, good. So you've got <laughs> so break down the break down the name. So you've got so the first name could be like maybe um, maybe when they moved they uh, had they sent they sent up like a tabaxi to climb to the tallest tree and uh, they yep. saw like a red bird. Um, so when they 
when they came back down and they had a child, then they never forgot that moment. You know how they have that innate curiosity. So what's at the top of this tree? Yeah. So they'd go up, they'd go up and see a red bird <laughs> yeah. on the treetop. And then they come down, have a child, and they'd be like, What are you gonna name the child? Oh, well, when the clan first arrived, I climbed this tree. I'm gonna call him Red Bird on the treetop. And we'll call him so Red. So the first bit is the pair. Like his name will be I Red, really like but that. his full name is Red Red Bird on the treetop after the story of my curiosity. Okay, and that comes from the parents. Yeah. Okay. But also like it could be It's not like because I know some of the, the the races they were named for like something they were good at or something yeah. they did. But that's There's... like a nickname usually right. that comes later in life. This is like part of a naming ritual. And right. sometimes they're like omens. So like it could be like um you could be something like a uh, boar's call. Boar's call on the wind, and that's how you know where to hunt. Right, and you're you're called Boar's call on the wind, and people just call you like wind or call. Boar's or Boar's or Boar. Hey Boar. <laughs> hey Boar. <laughs> I like it, but also it feels so uncat-like. We don't know what cats call themselves. True. They don't speak English, and if they did, I'd be terrified. <laughs> Wait, your cats you. don't speak English. Mine do. <laughs> I'm trying to think like of 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 some, but man, it's not coming to me. Well, think of like I don't know, like um, you got to think of like a situation you could get into. You're gonna name your child, so you've got to get into a situation. So it's got to be maybe if it's esoteric and it's like religion, it could be um, you know you found wet ground which led you to a river. Do you know what I mean? So you could be um, found river. That could be a name shortened to river. Oh, found. You could have like got poisoned by a berry. Yeah. So you're called poison berry. berry or bad berry. <laughs> Moldy berry. <laughs> Moldy berry. Also known as mold. mold. <laughs> I suppose you could have some fun with that. Yeah. I just all I'm thinking is like if we did that. It's because you're terrified the... that your child will eat a moldy berry, so you name yeah, them. Yeah, moldy berry, moldy berry. <laughs> yeah, don't eat the moldy berry. <laughs> all I can think of is if, if we did that as humans, it would just be like midwife. midwife. Pay taxes. Pay, yeah. <laughs> What's the last thing that you saw before you were born? Just a, a mask. No, but it's not the last. It's the. It's like it's based on either that thing that you've searched your curiosity for. It's like a secret of the world. You're named by like a secret of the world in a way. Oh, I see. So it's not just a very recent memory. No. Right. It's something important to the parent. It's a story Mm. or a secret or a sign. So you could... Oh, I'm getting into it now. So you could... Your name could also be a puzzle. So like maybe your your parents didn't want you to forget about something and so they named you... A, a, a but thing, never told you what but it never meant. told you what it is now they're dead yeah and it's a clue and you need to like figure out why yeah. you're named i think you've got a campaign there yeah why you're named <laughs> i don't know ostrich <laughs> why you're named skull mountain <laughs> is that a place yeah do you know what i mean it's something like that um <clears throat> they offer some like obsessions so your current like obsession um could be fixated on a god or an, a planar entity. So you might have like like heard of an angel, and you might be like, "I want to, I want to meet the angels. What do they look like?" We all want to meet the angels. But you could, you could like search out ways to meet an angel. You could travel to like the Mount Celestia, and then as soon as you meet an angel, it's like, "Hello, you have journeyed far. Cool. All right, how do I get back?" <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? What an angel looks like you that. have entered the yeah. celestial plane. Yeah, it's like, do you welcome. want to know anything? Welcome, nah. mold. <laughs> I just wanted to meet. Yeah, welcome, mold. <laughs> and he's like, wait, hey, I've fucking done it. Bye. It was nice to meet you. I oh, see you have wings, as the rumors have suggested. And I guess I will leave. <laughs> you don't want to know the infinite wisdom? But, Mold, you've travelled a no, long way. No, I heard back back a few days ago, I heard apparently there's this place that serves, and wait for it, pancakes with bacon. Got to check that out next. That's the next part of my list. He's like, Mold, I'm coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go together. <laughs> so it could be that. It could be a monster. So you could have heard of like mind flayers and be like, oh, what's a mind flayer? I want to check that out. Uh, you could have heard of a lost... You've traveled a long way to <laughs> the mind flayer plane. Yeah, you're like, oh, cool. Massive brain. Oh, no, wait. I wanted to fight you. Oh, shit. I don't know. Th- this... this um... Mind flares going all over the place. I like how like, like it's, it's an evil voices. monster of logic and pure like yeah. insight. It's like wait, 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 wait no, I wanted, oh, to, fight I wanted to fight you. No one's oh, come no, over come here for on. a long time. Come into my brine pool. <laughs> Mind flares are cool. Um, a lost civilization. Do you know what I mean? An ancient dungeon, that kind of thing. A mm. wizard's secrets. Do you know what I mean? Oh. 
Oh, if the cat's called Lost Civilization, hi, I'm called Lost, and it's a massive... Hi, I'm Lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everyone keeps confusing, confusing the fact that he's called Lost, the, the fact that he's That's actually really lost. They all just think that he's really dead. Hi, I'm Lost. Oh, okay. Well, where did Can you I come from? Me? Do you know where you're no, going? I, I no. No. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> They're always like, no, I don't know where I'm going. I'm trying to find it. What are you trying to find? Lost civilization. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find a lost civilization. And you're lost? Yes. <laughs> so how do you know where you're going? I don't. I guess that's because you're lost. I am. You keep saying my name. <laughs> Your yeah. name is lost? Yeah. Hopefully the arc will yeah. be, you know... Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> a lost civilization. The, compared just, to the TV yeah. show Lost. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Wizard Secrets, a mundane item. Sorry, a mundane. say that again. A mundane item. Okay. Is he saying that weird as well? He M- said mundane. Mundane, yeah, he I said heard that mundane. too. A mundane item. I'm waiting for Jack to go like, weird, and just repeat what I said. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jack Sinclair, and this is Did Niall Pronounce It Wrong? Let's listen to the culprit. Mundane item. Hmm. It's a close one, but I'm afraid there it does seem to be an M at the end of that mundane. Back to you. Oh yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> uh, so a mundane item. <laughs> I'm hitting that end hard. I hit that end too hard. Like mundane. Yep, I said it properly. <laughs> a mundane item, like uh, a fork. If you think about it, a tabaxi might not have ever used a fork. It's got mm. claws. Like no, why yeah. would it need to claws and teeth? And then it's like, oh my god, what is this thing? I don't need. Of? my claws anymore yeah and then it's like maybe it wants to know who made the first fork kind of thing and that's its quest wow Uh, (laughs) a magic (laughs) item uh so you know that's essentially a mundane item but magic (laughs) yeah a location or a legend or a tale so you can see like there's lots of different things to be like fixated on and it's a nice way to get your character into a game because whenever you're role-playing a new quest that character can be intrigued by it because there's always something new to do on a quest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a new story. It's a new tale. So that curiosity would get the better of them. And I think that's a nice character trait to have. It gives you like a list of quirks as well on top of other personality traits, which is fun. Um, so like a quirk that you could have is you miss your tropical home and complain endlessly about freezing weather, even in summer. <laughs> so it could be like blaring hot. You'd be like, oh, it's so what? cold. English people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Essentially... And you could just be like a moaning mini in whatever weather it was. That's, Even if it was hot, you'd be like, oh, it's so cold. That's English people. Yes, definitely. Um, you never wear the same outfit twice. Say Unless, outfit again. Outfit. I don't know how. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is with you today? You never wear the same outfit. 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 <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So you're, you're a fashionista cat. Yeah, unless you absolutely must. So like. Ugh. If there's no chance to buy another outfit, are you not getting anything to change? Yes. Really? Well, I, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that as a character trait for Tabashki. It's new. Something new. Mm. Oh, I, just oh, I can try this had now. A new outfit. Oh. I would have thought they'd had no clothes. <laughs> they would have just naked. been naked. They no, were no, just they furry clothes. animals. No, they have clothes. They, they have, have armor. Clothes. They have all sorts. Louis. Mm. Yeah. Um, you have a minor phobia of water. And hate getting wet. I, w- I was going to ask that when you said they can swim right well, quite well. I was like... They live in a jungle. They have to be able to swim well. Yeah, but you could be the one with like, a minor phobia but... of water. <laughs> a mi- so when you say minor, how minor is this? Like It's just like, oh, I don't want to go. Okay. Do we have to... like If, if we're like, guys, we need to cross this river to get like... There's no bridge. We need to cross the river. You'd be like, like, I have a minor fear here. So like, this is how I'm going to react. <laughs> it's like people with really thick hair that are like, I don't want to go swimming because my hair will not dry. Yeah. For two days. But that's my fur. That's my body. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, okay, look, I'm going to keep going down the river until there's like a, a clearer a path to jump over. And everybody's like, no, we need to go across. And you're like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry me on your back. <laughs> you stand in the river and I'll stand on your shoulders, <laughs> but I'll drown. And that's a price I'm willing to pay. <laughs> Some of you may die. Yeah. But that's a sacrifice. So, so, so they then might um, go on a... A little mission to like create a device where they swing across the river. Yeah, and, like a grappling hook. And nice. even though 
And so you might then go like, well, I'm going to try find some rope. Some rope. Yeah. Or and then you like, roll for it. You go into your backpack and you get out the rope that you bought earlier. Uh, or that. <laughs> most right. people start with rope. Yeah. 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 Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh. Most classes have like 50 foot hemp and rope. 50 foot? Yeah. In a backpack? Yeah. It is fantasy, isn't it? <laughs> you can well, use yeah. encumbrance where, <laughs> roll. You can use encumbrance if you want to. So it'd be like tied to your backpack. You can play. There are the rules to play like, you know, your poundage like, and like oh, how okay, much you okay. can carry, what your maximum carrying capacity is. So you want to do it like really real? You can, yeah. You can oh. count components as well. So spells have components. So you can literally write up a list of components that you need for each spell. And every time you use one, that's it. Components gone. You can't cast that spell again unless you've got more. I'm assuming not many people do it because it wouldn't be as fun. I think some people find fun in that. In the in the organization, if you just want to kind of get through it, then there's a quicker way of playing. It's just extra rules to keep on top of. Yeah. In some game, I think personally, I reckon it makes the game all that much more balanced. A game of D and D generally is balanced in favor of the players because you wouldn't be like, most people ignore uh, components. Mm. But if you suddenly add on, okay, you're a wizard, you've got a minus two to your strength. <laughs> You can't carry any gold. Like if you carry too much gold, that's it. You've you've outweighed yourself. Um. So either give up the spell books or the gold. Which one do you want to give up? And it's like, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> but then like a bag of holding solves that problem. It's a magical bag that just sort of goes into a pocket dimension. Oh, I and then see. you call out whatever you need. Right. Let's keep going. Uh sometimes your tail betrays your inner thoughts. <laughs> or your tail always betrays your inner thoughts. Just like, you know what I mean? If you're agitated, your tail just, just straight. <laughs> or just calm, flips it's just yeah. when it's like getting yeah, when wound you're, up. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it flicks the person next to you's face. <laughs> They're just like, can you stop? Can you move away from me, please? Uh, another quirk could be you purr loudly when you're happy. Oh. <laughs> you keep a small ball of yarn in your hand, which you constantly fidget with. <laughs> Yes, that's the Dalai Lama. You're always in debt since you spend your gold on lavish parties and gifts for friends. Oh, really? You can just always be in debt because you're always like, whenever you get gold, you're like, yay! Oh, that's <laughs> also not friends. that's not a trait I would have uh, imagined for the cat. You don't think about money. It's like giving. It's like if you gave like someone who's never had the concept of money in their life before a load of money, and then said, "Look, you can get all these things." They'd be like, "What? Okay, I'll just do it." They wouldn't have the idea of oh, saving. Yeah. Mm. But I would think it would be not from that perspective. I'm thinking like selfishness. If you if you give a yeah, cat a that's toy what and I was you thinking. try and take it away from them, they're like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" It's like this is mine. This is my toy. My money. How many cats? But you don't know how to use it. It's still mine. I've never met cats like that. Oh, not? what are you on about? They're just like, the cats like, I mine. chill out with are just chill. They're, okay, but they do... <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, no it's, I'm learning. Because I'm learning. you go to take it from them and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Probably because the cat knows I'll box it. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll back you. chat. <laughs> <laughs> you got it on tape. <laughs> now I'll punch his cats. <laughs> you ever had a fight with a cat when it's just boxing you and you're both like... <laughs> when talking about something you're obsessed with, you speak quickly and never pause, and others can't understand you. Ooh, that's a hard one to play. Just get, just get mental. You'd have to, you'd have to have a quick improvisational brain. Just, yeah, just got to go for it. I think I could do it. I think we should ask Nell for an example. No, Connie just said she <laughs> thinks she can do it. Connie, okay. Oh, what are you obsessed with? But you can't take a break. There's no pause. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of something that I could talk about. <laughs> um. Okay, so I really love the first ever Peter Pan film. No, not the first ever. The one from 2003, because it's like really my favourite and I absolutely love it. And Jeremy Sumter is just beautiful. As a child, I had a massive crush on him. But the girl playing Wendy is also just really cute. And then the little brother uh, is actually uh, the sister of the Susan from Narnia and she's just fantastic. Uh, and I just, you know, and I love Narnia too. And I used to watch them like every year, like at least once a year, sometimes maybe three or four times because I was just so, so obsessed with them. They're just so good and they're just beautiful. And then the, the, the colours, the colours in Peter Pan are just fantastic. There you go. Woo, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Done. Go, Connie. I'm Done. a cat person. <laughs> I'm a tobacco. She's a cat. <laughs> I think we found her race. God, that took so much energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always think about because I've done like a bit of like medical role play and stuff when you go into exams, pretend to be a, a patient. And you're like, ow. And like, <laughs> and, like w one time I had to play like someone in a manic episode and it was mm. like that. Yeah. I, I, and I was king knackered at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah. 
it may, really made me think about like the different like energy states we all are imagine on imagine having a manic like, episode just, god yeah like Poor people. being compelled to be like that yeah. and not being able to stop and being tired afterwards you'd be like woof I, I've just remembered that I had a character like that in my GCSE drama oh yeah and I literally memorised the monologue in one like reading and then like we literally had picked up the script I was like oh this is my character off script <laughs> this is easy for me because I'm always doing it <laughs> this, is, this is my life um, but it's something you have to think about if you were doing D&D like and you were like okay I'm going to pick this character yeah because you, you'd be like well I might get I might absolutely knacker myself into the ground if but also I'm, if you don't I'm, I'm like at this like energy state all the time where the mind's like and I'm just like thinking 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 it can be really draining <laughs> I think I'd probably pick someone the opposite a bit more like, chill yeah I am a chill cat like take it, t- take the D and D as my downtime. <laughs> so another quirk suggested is you could be a font of random trivia from lore and stories you've discovered, which is basically what you just did. Uh, there's, well, Connie, I think one of my favourites is just you can't help but pocket interesting objects you come across. Not I because not because of like any maliciousness. It's just like a personality trait. Yeah, you just <laughs> you're like walking past things and you're just like, you're like oh, I'm gonna, I love that. You're coming home with me. Yeah, it's just like oh, cool. I'll look at you later. Pop the market, and I can imagine that this is like mm. you know like the uh, the gem story from Michael Caine's like gem story about from the Dark Knight, and he's like that. There was a oh, we were trying yeah we were trying to steal that we were trying to find a, a guy who was stealing rubies, and I saw a kid playing with one the size of a tangerine. Turned out the the bandit had been throwing them away. <laughs> just like oh, I don't remember that. Don't everything remember that you find, just every now and then, you just uh, yeah, and then you throw it away again. I feel like that's oh. I I do that with. Really Some men must away. Just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> Yeah. Turns out, some tabaxi, Master Wayne. <laughs> just want to watch the world. Burn. But does it have to be like priceless objects? Like, no, I, I no. actually do that anything, with conkers. Anything you conkers. find If I find a nice conker or a nice stone, yeah. Yeah. Keep it for I a used while. to carry like pebbles in my backpack and people would be like, why is this so heavy? And I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I like it's not like there's a lot of rocks at the bottom of it or anything. <laughs> but that's essentially what it is. You'd be like, oh, an interesting rock. I'll keep you for my collection. And then you're like, five days later, like, why have I got done a, with this? <laughs> Yeah. They actually throw them away. I think it's you could make it. You could make it a quirk that you don't. You could use okay. it as like a weapon. You but most, I think, them. I think quite typically, a tabaxi would be interested in something, and then once that interest has been like sufficiently fulfilled, they'd be like, "I have no use for this anymore. It's just, it's just making weight in my bag." And they chuck it after five days. This is literally like ADHD. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I am writing that down. I am writing that down. So yeah, that's um, that's pretty much tabaxi in general. Mm-hmm. Um. They have like natural ability scores. This is the legacy stuff that we go on about all the time. So um, there is the new modern kind and stuff, which basically the same with just a few things changed, but that's to make everything more diverse and easier to play anything. So the standard one increases your dex by two, so you're naturally more dexterous, and your charisma by one, so you're more charismatic generally. Which which is is exactly what Jordan said at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Their lifespans tend to be equivalent to humans. Uh, They are medium-sized and averagely taller and relatively slender. Their base speed is 30 feet, like anything else. And, like most magical creatures, they have dark vision. So that's why they do have this weird, innate magical ability. Mm. And I think it's because there isn't... I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been no origin myth for Tabaxi. Yeah. Because there isn't one. And I I believe the original Cat Lord made them. I 100% believe that the the original Cat Lord was like, fuck it, I'm going to have a race of people that are like just me. (laughs) More cat people. They keep to themselves. They literally just watch shit and keep to themselves as a people, as a race, and that's exactly what the Cat Lord does. That's my theory. Uh, that's what I'd say. But they do have dark vision, okay. which is something only magical attuned creatures have, usually, um, because they all see in black and white, which is essentially them seeing the weave. Yeah. Um, it's within 60 feet. They have feline agility, so it means that their reflexes and agility allow them to burst with speed. You can use... Uh, when you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed until the end of that turn um say that again basically once in a game in some combat um you can just double your speed so your speed is currently 30 so you can just run at 60 oh i see i see no once. bonus action because no you, you've got like um acceleration is like boom, bang es- essentially but you've only got it once the only thing that it means is that yeah. on your next turn or you can't you basically can't do this again until you've moved for zero Mm. feet on a turn so that's your rest essentially right okay so what you could do is Mm. like if you were sprinting away from something Mm. you could literally use your action to dash 
So that means you have 60 foot movement. Use this feature, which could do 120 foot movement. So you just blitz it, then continue to dash 60 foot, 60 foot, 60 foot. So you've got a head start and you just get out of the way. If you get enough range, you spend one turn doing a zero and then you just do it again. You lose. I thought you could only do it once though. Huh? I thought you could only dash once and then you'd have to rest. So no, no, you don't have to. You can only use it again once you've stopped. So it's not once per combat. It's it's, what, it's basically if you stop for one round, oh. if you spend six seconds catching your breath, you can do it again. But that's what I mean. It, is it not thirty? Is it not thirty into sixty then? And no, then, because no, because you're using you... your action to dash. That's one of the things you can use as your action is to dash. So, so they, can they run thirty or sixty normally? So normally they can run thirty. With this, they can run sixty if they wanted to attack. If they didn't want to attack, they could run one hundred and twenty because they'd be moving sixty foot twice. Ah, Do you get okay. it? So it so, just it so just says attacking, double your speed until the end of the turn. Their attacking feature is different to their just running feature. Yeah. Oh, okay. So catch yeah. that. got to use your dash action instead of an attack action to run. Right. To like sprint essentially. You can always run at thirty foot, but you can use an action to dash, which means sprint. Cool. Um, that would be handy. It is. It makes you fucking fast. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, because of your claws, you have a climbing speed of 20 foot. You don't need to make athletic checks to climb. You just climb. Having a climbing speed or a swimming speed means you don't have to make checks. You just do it. Um, in addition, your claws are natural weapons, and you can deal a d4 plus your strength. Um, and instead of uh, instead of bludgeoning damage, it's slashing damage, because it's your claws. Mm-hmm. And that's your unarmed strike. So that's a lot stronger than a regular unarmed strike. Unarmed strikes are just one plus your strength modifier for punching someone. Or headbutting someone. This you can use your bite or your claws, and you can just start tearing into someone. Um, so your modifier is higher, basically. Your damage is higher. Your damage is higher. Yeah, because you got a D4 plus your strength. Right. Um, you have proficiency in perception and stealth skills, so you're naturally more perceptive. Again, that's leading into that or that like law fact about they're hard to they're hard to sneak up on because mm. they're always perceptive, probably because of their hearing and smell. Mm. So that's why you have proficiency in in perception, and you're naturally a good hunter. So that's why you're proficient in the stealth skill as well. Um, in the regular legacy stuff, you get an extra language, so you speak, read, and write common. But you can choose one other language that you've maybe you've learned due you know due to your curiosity, essentially. Uh, with the modern kind of stuff you can choose anything to like make bigger or smaller uh no wait just bigger i don't know why anything's getting smaller <laughs> you can choose to add two to anything or one to anything or three ones to other stuff okay. so essentially that's that change this basically allows you to be more diverse in what kind of tobacco you want to make everything's the same part and, and pretty much you get to choose an extra language anyway so with this it's all do they have their own language uh not really but it said that in Mastica, their language is an ancient form of something called Payet, and that's um, sort of like a continent of Mastica. What does Payet sound like? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, really. <clears throat> it, I don't know. I, I reckon <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's its own language, essentially. So it, it it's effectively their common. Payet is their common. It'd be more of a dialect than so, a language is but, what I'd call but it. But could you talk to another... Um, I've forgotten the bloody name already. Tabaxi? Tabaski. Uh, in your common language so that no one can understand you. Potentially, yeah. I think you'd figure out the rules with your DM. Right. Like, if you're if you're born in a world where common's the common language, then you mm. wouldn't have your own language kind of thing. If you're born in a world where you want to make it that common is the language of a continent and each continent would have its own different common then you're making it harder for travel because when you get there uh, you don't share a language with anyone also oh, I, I, I think it begs the question of well then why isn't elvish different on every continent yeah which is why i think that's difficult what i would say is common is a universal language for the planet and its dialects so like in Payet, they wouldn't say something like you know um you go to the shop they'd say to the shop you go yeah. oh i see so Payet is a is is just uh a dialect of common. I would rule That's that. That's how you'd kind you of could rule it. it. It's not a language in of itself. You could rule it as a language within and itself. I think right. it's up to the DM. But then that means all common languages within different races would follow the same suit. And then there's just Which a- is why Elvish is common. And right. then on a different continent, Elvish would be common there, but it would have a different dialect. Oh, I see, I see. Do you know what I mean? It kind of yeah. means that elves from Faerun would sound different from elves from Zakara. Um, tabaxi from you know even humans would sound different everyone sounds different in different continents because they have different sort of origins okay or you could say that because of the elves had certain origins all elves sound the same because orcs have a base origin all orcs sound the same but you know and because they came from different planes of existence 
tabaxi would be the ones where you're like, yeah, because we don't really know where they came from. They would speak common. Mm. And that common would mean that they would have to have like a shared dialect, I think. Uh, yeah, a shared dialect of where they came from. That's how I'd rule it. It doesn't mean there's any way you can do it, you know. Yeah. That's no. kind of how I'd rule it. That makes sense. Yeah. So, guys, what did you think of uh, Tabaxi? I really like him. I quite like him. Yeah. I quite like to play one. I feel like they'd be a fun, fun one to play. Mm. And uh, not too much like, like history or theory to remember. Not that you necessarily yeah. have to remember. You're not having to like but, really change their backstory in order to play them out in the world. No. Because there's somewhere it's like, oh, I want to play this race, but I want to play it this like, way. Like interesting, you, I think there's a few different interesting takes of the race that you could do, but at the same time, they've got some cool. They've got some cool shit. They they're do. quite. They're quick. They got claws. Yeah, you know, they're cats. <laughs> so, did you learn anything today? No. Not really. Can we play yet, Niall? No. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, gonna have to just, just, just figure it out. <laughs> No, we're going to do some more character races next week uh, or next time. And then... More character races, uh, <laughs> probably. And then more character races. <sighs> and eventually classes. more character races. <laughs> and then then once we're finished with character races, we'll do classes. I'm going to become a Dabashki by the end of this and I will have clawed your eyes out. Yay! <laughs> Friendship! Friendship! Well, I've been Niall. I've been Connie. I've been Jordan. And you've been you. Thanks for listening. Jaguar. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please leave a review. It really helps. A big thank you to our editor, Jack Sinclair and G McDermott for our cover art. If you'd like to check out any cool merchandise, head to littlelionslayer.co.uk where Julia, our resident smithy, has all our products up for sale. Until next time, brave adventurers.